Ken Bostrom Ministries. Beginning January 2018, Ken Bostrom Ministries engaged in a whole new assignment by entering the airwaves of the world. Don't miss Ken and Mary Bostrom Ministries Live. Welcome back to another episode of the 12 Tribes of Israel. I love this teaching, uh, and I just gleaned so much from it. You know, um, Gwen Shaw uh, did a big three-ring uh, three binder manual and CDs from her teaching, and she, she taught that so many times. And at the end of her life, uh, Gwen Shaw of End Time Handmaidens, I don't know how many of you remember her, uh, but from Ingletall, Missouri or Arkansas, one of the, one of the two. And she, um, she said it was the most important a message that God had given her for the end times. And it goes back to, to uh, Genesis 49.5 when Jacob was on his deathbed and he says, gather around my sons that I may tell you what will befall you in the last days. None of them are alive today, but in the natural but spiritually that prophetic word is going throughout their generations and since we are grafted into the vine now we're the, we're grafted into the vine we need to understand some of these things about the tribe because they're going to be in the book of revelation they're going to be um, in the millennial and so it the prophetic word continues on so we have already done reuben who is a firstborn see a son he was a firstborn a firstborn supposed to have double portion priesthood and rulership but because he had made done such a terrible thing against his father by laying with his father's um uh, one of the mothers bilha uh, he he forfeited all of his heirship all of his inheritance the double portion went to joseph which went to his sons, Ephraim and Manasseh. The priesthood went to Levi, and the rulership went to Judah. He forfeited it all. And he was supposed to be the son that, that brought everything. And the next one was Simeon. Simeon means to hear and obey. And um, both of these, the first four sons are all from Leah. Leah was totally unloved, but yet God gave her sons. So we've done uh, Reuben and Simeon. Today we're going to do Levi. Uh, Levi means, uh, I have this wrong on here. It's supposed to be uh, joined or united. So I've got that on there wrong. Uh, joined or united. And so here we see uh, Genesis 29:34. She conceived again and bore a son and said, now this time my husband will become attached to me because I have borne him three sons. Therefore, his name shall be called Levi. Levi means to be joined, united, fastened to. You know, uh, Levi ended up being a mediator. Uh, and she, she said, now I'm going to have a mediator. Three sons now. Now I'm going to have a mediator between me and Jacob. He's going to bring Jacob closer to me. And uh, he fulfilled that prophecy because 
he was, Levites became the mediators. Uh, Levite became a mediator between God and, and uh, Israel, the priesthood. The priesthood came from Levi. Remember when Reuben had forfeited uh, the, the, in his inheritance of double portion, priesthood, and rulership, um, he, the, the priesthood went to Levi. So today, this represents the intercessors whose life is prayer. This, inter, this, is, this is a good one for any intercessors that are listening today that take what he did right and, and um, use it for good and take everything he did wrong and avoid it. Amen? So the symbol, his banner, uh, everybody had a banner that they followed, and his banner was the breastplate, breastplate of judgment. I, this shows the high priest that comes from the tribe of, of Levi, and every high priest uh, would have this breastplate that would light up. They had each one of the stones uh, represented uh, represented the um, a tribe, and it, the name actually was inscribed in a stone. Um, the high priest would carry the tribes over his heart. It was nine inches high, wide, and twelve stones with names on it. Um, the his uh, the gemstone for the tribe of Levi would be carbuncle or garnet. Another word for it is garnet. The word garnet comes from pomegranate. Now the pomegranate has many, many, many seeds inside of it, and um, the Levites were teachers of the law of Moses. So they gave them, they, they were the teachers, and like the word is the seed kind of thing. Garnets were used, it's kind of interesting, I got this from Gwen Shaw, she said garnets were used for bullets in ancient times. They were the symbol of the blood of Jesus. I like that the priesthood, uh, the stone is like a symbol of the blood of Jesus, don't you love that? His month, everybody, every other tribe had a month, but he had a month of Adar too. So his month was leap year. It, they added, so on leap year, they wouldn't add one day like we do on, on the Gregorian calendar. They would add one month. And so instead of having 12 months that year, they would have 13 months. Um, his strength was a mediator, and it was a priestly tribe. That was a great strength. The weakness is he was a fighter and he was cruel. Remember that he had to be separated from Simeon because together they were deadly. They were deadly. They just wanted to, to kill, steal, and destroy. They were used of the, of the devil to bring hard, hard th times. This was today, this kind of priesthood would be the spirit of a Pharisee. And I have run into some of these spirit of Pharisees. Um, there's some... Um, uh, there are some emails I get, and I can agree with some of the things they're saying, but the other ones, it's like, oh my gosh, how can you be so ugly? How can you be so cruel with your words? You're supposed to be a priest. You know, priests are supposed to be, um, but they just want to bring judgment. They just want to be cruel. And so this is, this is something that intercessors have to avoid. Uh, you know, the tribe of Naphtali, when we get to the tribe of Naphtali, I'm going to, I'm, they're, they're intercessors too. And, but the thing is, their, their symbol is a, a hind, a deer. 
And the one thing about a hind is they have no gallbladder. That means they have no gall. You know, in the book of Matthew, we can, we can all of us can say together, um, Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. We can all say that. But how many can say the verses that come after the prayer? And if you don't forgive, I can't forgive you. And so how in the world are we going to be praying accurately as intercessors if we're going to have gall and bitterness and unforgiveness in our heart? You're, you're just wasting your time. And so the Levites had to live by the law. They had to live by the law. And, and, and what happened, the Pharisees didn't start until after they came back from Babylon. Uh, and that's way in the time of Nehemiah and Ezra and Esther. Um, they, in that time, and that's when the Pharisees started. And they just started add, adding more rules. And they, they, Jesus fought the most against the Pharisees. The Pharisees were just trying to be, make the word of God to be such a burden on the people. And um, that wasn't God's original intent. Now, Jacob's prophecy was the same. It's the same prophecy as Simeon because they were together. And so he put them in, in, in this together. Uh, Genesis 49.5, Simeon and Levi are brothers. Instruments of cruelty. Now, uh, cruelty there, instruments, the, the Hebrew word is kali, and it means self-made weapons. They, they're instruments, but they're self-made weapons. They, they're together, they get together, and, and they absolutely are uh, instruments of cruelty. The cruelty there is violence, instruments of anger and injustice. So they're brothers, but they're used as instruments of cruelty are in their dwelling, uh, dwelling place. Let not my soul enter their council. Let not my honor be united with their assembly. For in their anger, they slew a man, and in their self-will, they hamstrung the ox. Cursed be their anger, for it is fierce, and their wrath, for it is cruel. I will divide them in Jacob and scatter them in Israel. Um, you know, they were cursed because of their character flaw. It's not the way God intended it to be. But um, today, these Levites, their weapons would be in their mouth. Because out of your mouth comes blessings or cursings. And that's not the way God intended it to be. God wants you to have blessings. He wants your mouth to speak blessings. And Levites were supposed to teach the word of God. They were not supposed to be cruel. They were not supposed to add to the word of God. They were not to put their own opinions on it. They were supposed to teach the word of God. And they were supposed to stand in the gap. How are you supposed to stand in a gap between God and, and uh, uh, a nation that's in sin? And you're in sin yourself. See, that's something that intercessors today have to guard against for being ugly, for being cruel, you know, just speaking bad stuff out of their mouth all the time. That's not God's original intent. And um, so that as intercessors, you have to avoid that. Now, Moses' prophecy, remember, this is 400 years behind Jacob's. 
uh, Jacob had the prophecy, and it wasn't very nice for Simeon and Levi. But 400 years later, here's Moses giving the prophecy, and it's his lineage. Because Moses and Aaron are from the lineage of Levi. So he's going to try to right the wrong here. And Levi said, and, and of Levi, he said, let your thumbin and in Urim be with your holy one. This is the thumbin and, and this, is, um, this is from Exodus 28, 30. And you shall put in the breastplate of judgment. Remember the high priest carried the breastplate of judgment, those 12 stones that would light up and say which tribe it was. Uh, the Urim and the Thummim, and they shall be over Aaron's heart when he goes in before the Lord. For Aaron shall bear the judgment of the children of Israel over his heart before the Lord continually. So um, let me find that. Deuteronomy 33. You would think I'd have everything marked, wouldn't you? <laughs> uh, 33, 8, 3, 11. And so the Urim and Thummim, they would be the, uh, what would, I thought I had that here, but it would be the decision-making stones in, in the breastplate. Um, whom you tested at Massa. Now Massa is found in, in Exodus 17.7, and it means a trial, a temptation, or a testing. So let's turn to Exodus 17.7. And uh, verse, okay, I'm going to go to verse 5. And the Lord said to Moses, go on before the people, take with you some of the elders in Israel, and take your hand, your rod with which you strike the river, and go. Verse 6, behold, I will stand before you there on the rock of Horeb, and you shall strike the rock, and water shall come out of it, and the people might drink. So Moses said in the sight of the elders of Israel, so he called the name of the place Massa and Meribah because of the contention of the children of Israel, because they had tempted the Lord, saying, Is the Lord among us or not? Now this is Massa. It means a trial, a temptation, a testing. Meribah comes from Numbers 20.13, and it means strife, quarrel, dissatisfaction, rebellion, or mutiny. This is, this is mutiny against the leader. You know, he brought them out of Egypt. Brought them, you know, they were, they were slaves one day, the next day they were free. They were sick one day, they ate the lamb uh, the entirety, the next day they were free. Not one of the children died uh, on, on the night of Passover. He brought them in. They complain, complain, complain. Brought them to the Red Sea. They complain, complain, complain. God split the Red Sea. They came over to the other side. And, and they were always finding something to complain about. And, and it got to the point of mutiny, absolute mutiny. Let me find this. We have time here. So let me find this. Read this to you from Numbers 2013. Don't you just love the word of God? Numbers 20, 13. And, you know, my favorite Bible, by the way, is the uh, New King James Spirit-Filled Life Bible. Uh, I've gone through several of them. Let's see. It's my third. 
2013. Then the Lord spoke, I'm going to go to 12. Um, then the Lord spoke to Moses and Aaron, because you did not believe me to hallow me in the eyes of the children of Israel. Therefore, you shall not bring the assembly into the land which I have given them. And, and there was the water, water of Meribah, because the children of Israel contended with the Lord, and he was hallow, uh, and he was hallowed among them. And so here's a Meribah. Uh, it's a mutiny. Who says of his father and mother, I have not seen them, nor did he acknowledge his brother or know his own children. Now, what this is about, verse 9 is about, is about when they were worshiping the golden calf. Moses told them to get on the Lord's side. A true Levite actually will not regard, uh, cannot regard family connections. Because some of the family wanted to stay on, on the side of, of worshiping the golden calf. And he says, who's on the Lord's side? And so uh, this is where he said, who says of his father and mother, I have not seen them or did not acknowledge his brother, nor his own children. This goes all the way back to the sin of the golden calf, because some of the Levites were, were a part of that. And here we have the, the remainder of the prophecy. For they have observed your word and kept your covenant. They shall teach Jacob your judgments and Israel your law. That was their job. Um, they shall put incense before you and hold burnt sacrifice in your altar. Bless his substance, Lord and accept the work of his hands. Strike the loins of those who rise up against him and of those who hate them, uh, they, that they rise not again. Right here, we see Moses interceding for the entire tribe of Levi from that point on. Let the Levites be, be um, let, let them come into the land. Uh, Lord, protect them. Let their lineage leave. Uh, come against those who come against them. You know, in the days we're living in now, we're, I, I, I did a series, um, uh, probably not last year, I think it was the year before, how close are we to the third temple? We are so close. We are so close to the third temple, especially after 2017. Uh, you know, in 2018, we had the 70th anniversary of Israel. And the United States had moved their embassy to Jerusalem. And so there's so many things that happened. There was eight things that had to be, eight prophecies that had to be fulfilled uh, in order for, for um, before the Messiah could come. None of those were fulfilled before 1948. But after 1948, all eight in that 70 year period of time, prophecies that had been sitting for thousands of years, thousands of years, eight prophecies that had to be fulfilled, and there was no hope of them being fulfilled. You know, it's like Ezekiel 37, can these dry bones live? You just need to prophesy to them. And people started, the people that started the Zionist Congress and stuff, they were prophesying, and yes, let these dry bones live. And, you know, um, in order for them to be, have a third temple, they had to have the priesthood. They had to prove, you know, people didn't even know they were, they didn't know what tribe they were from, but the, only, the, only the priesthood of Levi could have to do with the temple. They're the only tribe that could have to do with the temple. And when they came out of, uh, out of India, there was uh, 
Jews there that were still carrying on the priesthood there to the letter. All those, I mean, all the way from back from 70 AD, they had gone up in there and they were, they were still doing everything there. And so um, they took a, a, the DNA test and they found a special chromosome in the DNA that is, was only for the Levites and the Kohenites, really. And, and so what they're doing is when people come back, if they say that I'm from tribal Levi, they test them, see if they have that chromosome in the DNA. And if they do, then they go, go into the training for the priesthood. Right now they have all, uh, they have, they've elected a high priest. They have, um, they have all the priest clothes ready. They have everything ready. They've, they've already had the uh, last year on Hanukkah, on, on the last day of Feast of Dedication, they, they had their first altar sacrifice since 70 AD. They had the whole altar ready. They had the, the ramp prepared. They had everything prepared. And so don't limit God. God is doing something amazing things. And when we're living in these times, when we're living in these times, it's so common to us. It's just, it's like everyday news. We don't realize how close we are to the battle of Gog and Magog. We don't know how bad, I, and, and I just finished that too. Um, uh, how close are we to the battle of Gog and Magog? And we were all shocked how everything is lining up. First time in history that's ever happened. So here, that the tribe of Levite is going to be so important as they start to prepare the third temple. They're, they have everything ready. They've, they have everything ready for the third temple. And all we have to do is, is God's timing on it. But here it says um, that they will be scattered. One thing about the, the tribe of Israel, they will ha live a scattered life. They will not be given any land. So I can't show you the land division for the Levites because they're going to be scattered throughout all of them because the priests need to be with the people. They can't be just in one place. And um, so they had no land in the inheritance of the promised land. And so um, I hope you've enjoyed this. I enjoy teaching it. So it, it's always fun if somebody will listen while I teach and I get to uh, teach and so that I hope you enjoy it. Um, uh, we're Ken Bostrom Ministries, and um, we have, uh, there's different ways to watch it. You can go on YouTube. We have lots of, uh, we have all our programs, all my high fives on there. Uh, you can go to M. Bostrom t uh, blog site. It's mbostrom2.com. And you can go to Ken Bostrom Ministries and hit the donate button if you appreciate what we're doing. Uh, we'd love to hear from you no matter what. Uh, I just want to just speak a blessing over you. And this is from the priestly blessing. May the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you his peace. Amen. God bless you. This is Ken and Mary Bostrom. We thank you for joining us today. We welcome you to watch us on kbntv.tv, YouTube, Facebook, mbostrom2.com. Also listen to us on WRNO Shortwave Radio. Contact us at KenBostonMinistries.org. God bless you today.